Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and the presence of God. Thanks for spending this time with me today. I want to remind you, this is book launch week, and my new book is number one on Amazon.com. It's called Decoding the Mysteries of Heaven's War Room. You can get the book, and you can also take the webinar, 21 Days of Teachings, about 20 minutes apiece, where I'm pressing and praying for you so your eyes will be open, teaching you stuff that is not in the book, because I got more revelation. After the book was finished, go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv slash mysteries and get the book and the webinar at the same time. Get that bundle. God is good. Real quick, if you're in South Florida, say I'm in South Florida. I can't really hear you, but I know you're out there. Come on over to Awakening House of Prayer. We are a church where Christ is exalted and the Holy Spirit moves freely. People getting prophesied to, healed, delivered. We do do deliverance, by the way. That is one of our core mantles on the house. Deliverance ministry, casting out devils. Guys, come plug in to Awakening House of Prayer. 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., two different messages, two different prophetic worship encounters. Lots of fellowship and love at AHOP. If you're not in the region, you can watch our first service online at ahop.online. Thanks to all my Awakening Prayer Hub leaders, all my Ignite Network family for joining me and the rest of you. I love you. Come on over. Visit us when you're in town. Today's devotion is titled, well, first of all, it's from Evenings with the Holy Spirit, my second devotional. And it is titled, Choose to Let Faith Arise. Did you know you could choose that? Apparently you can choose to let faith arise. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Let faith arise. Let faith, let it, let faith arise in your heart. It will, if you will let it. Hmm. I'm going to read that again. Let the Holy Spirit is saying, let faith, let it, 
Let faith arise in your heart. It's trying to. It wants to. The Holy Spirit lives in you. Don't you think he wants you to rise up in faith? Yes. The answer is yes. Let faith arise in your heart. It will if you will let it. For Father has given every person the measure of faith. You already have all the faith you need to believe for the miracles and breakthroughs you will need as you walk through life. Let faith arise by pushing the doubts, reasoning, vain imaginations, and ungodly emotions out of your soul. Let faith arise by rejecting any thoughts or ideas that are out of line with my will. Choose to let faith arise, says the spirit of the living God. My, 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 my. What are you going to choose today? Faith or doubt? Faith or fear? We're going to let it rise. Let it rise. Let it rise. Let it rise. Today's scripture references Matthew 21, 22, Hebrews 11, 1, and 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Now the prayer starter from the devotional, you are so faithful that you've even given me the faith I need to receive from your heart. Show me where I need to build myself up in faith. Help me to release my faith with my prayers. Teach me how to use my faith in a way that gives you glory. Father, we do this morning, we give you glory. We give you glory. We bring you glory. We want to be glory carriers, not just carrying glory in our atmospheres, but carrying glory back to you, glorifying your name because you are the worthy God. The glorious, warrior, glorious, victorious warrior God. That is who you are. You've never lost a battle. You'll never leave us hanging. You are always with us, never without us, never beyond us. You, we are just as close to you this morning as we want to be, and yet we want to be closer. We praise your holy name. We magnify you over every circumstance in our lives. I just see right now, we're not even out of the gate, but I just see right now how in so many of your lives, the enemy has magnified something beyond its proportion. The enemy has made something in your life look bigger than it is. Some flaw in your uh, appearance, some issue in your marriage, some problem at your workplace, some offense at the church. I'm telling you the truth. The enemy is trying to magnify what you're looking at and you're seeing it as a much bigger deal than it is. I don't know who I'm talking to, a good number of you, or the Holy Spirit would not have stopped my prayer to point this out. Hear me. Whatever it is you're going through, it's not as big as you think it is. Oh, how can you say that? Because well, I know my God and he's bigger than the problem. He's bigger than the mountain. He's bigger than the giant. So Lord, right now we're just going to reset and we're going to magnify you. We're going to mag, we magnify you. We choose to magnify you over that offense, over those hurt feelings. Come on. We choose to magnify you over that provoking coworker who just knows how to push our buttons. We choose to magnify you over the sickness in our bodies. We choose to magnify you over the problems in our marriages. We choose to see that you are God of all, that you are the all-wise God. You're not just the all-powerful God. You're the all-wise God. You have all wisdom. You are the possessor of all wisdom, great wisdom, perfect wisdom. 
And we will not allow the devil to blow things out of proportion in our life. But we seek your face even now for the wisdom that we need to succeed. We seek your face right now, God. We're not seeking your hand. We're seeking your face because we want to see through your eyes. We're not seeking your hand. We're seeking your face because we want to see through your eyes. We want to see what you see, how you see, the way that you see. We don't want to look at things through the eyes of the enemy any longer. The enemy the enemy has hijacked our eyes in some area of our life. You can know when the enemy has hijacked your eyes. You know when the enemy has hijacked your eyes because you start seeing the way he sees. You know that the enemy has hijacked your eyes because you start seeing your circumstances as impossible. You start seeing those problems as unsolvable. You start seeing those relationships as broken and unrestorable. You know when you're looking through the eyes of the enemy, his perspective, he's hijacked your eyes because everything seems wrong when it's not as big a deal as he's making it out to be. It's called making a mountain out of a molehill. I break that witchcraft off your eyes in Jesus' name. Shabashi. I said, I break that witchcraft off your eyes in Jesus' name. I break that witchcraft off your, uh, off your mind in Jesus' name. I break that witchcraft off your perspective in Jesus' name. Father, help us to seek your face, to seek your heart, to seek your perspective on the matters of life, to stop allowing the enemy to hijack our eyes and see things in a skewed manner. See things in a, in a, in a way that doesn't represent the reality that you have for our lives. We walk by faith and not by sight. We know that we don't see all the things you have planned for us. We know that you have a future and a hope for us. We know that everything is, 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 is not plain and simple. We, we, we see in part. We prophesy in part. But Lord, help us to stop prophesying the devil's plan over our life with the words of our mouth because of what we saw with our eyes. Lord, help us to stop prophesying the enemy's will over our lives because of what we saw with our eyes. Lord, help us to stop prophesying the enemy's will over our lives because of what we saw with our eyes, through his eyes, through his perspective, his skewed smoke and mirror deceptions. We will not be fooled. We will not be bamboozled. We will not be hoodwinked. We will not be tricked. Father, you are our source of life, our source of truth, our source of peace, our source of love. You are our everything. So we seek your face. We seek your heart. We seek your perspective on our problems because they're real problems. They are real problems. There are real problems, but we just... We know the devil has blown them into such proportions. He's put a magnifying glass on our problems, making them look bigger than they are. You are a big God. You are the almighty God. You are the God who's made us great and precious promises. You've given us your armor. You've given us your wisdom. You've given us your name. You've given us everything we need to succeed in life. And we say, thank you, Lord. We magnify you right now. We magnify you. We magnify you, God. We magnify you, God. We repent for magnifying the enemy's plans. 
We repent for prophesying the enemy's plans. We repent for meditating on the enemy's plans, letting his words renew our mind instead of your word renew our mind. We're reversing this curse now in Jesus' name. We're flipping this script now in Jesus' name. We're turning course now in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord. For the Lord would say to you, look to me and I will show you the better path. For the path that you have walked upon is rife with pitfalls, says the Lord. The path that you have walked on is rife with lies, stumbling blocks, says the Lord. Look to me and I will show you a better path. It's a narrower path, but it's a path of peace. It's a narrower path, but it's a path of joy. It's a path of knowing that I am with you, a awareness of my presence, a sensitivity to my spirit because you've chosen to focus on me. And when you focus on me, says the Lord, I will keep you not just in perfect peace, but I will keep you. Not just in great wisdom, but I will keep you on the right path. You will not turn to the right. You will not turn to the left. You will not be distracted. You will not go down the rabbit hole. You will not chase bright, shiny objects. You will not be tempted away by the enemy. But when you keep your eyes on me, I will lead you and guide you down the perfect path where my good and perfect gifts are laying in the way for you to pick up along your journey, says the Lord. So choose this day which path you will take. Will you take the path peppered with stumbling blocks and peppered with witchcraft and peppered with problems? Or will you take the path peppered with wisdom and peppered with joy and peace and love and hope? Only you can choose which path you will take, says the Lord, for there are two paths, and one is crooked, and one is straight, and one is broad, and one is narrow, and one is set on the fire of hell, and the other is set on my refiner's fire, for I will refine your thinking on that path. I will cleanse you on that path. I will heal you on that path. The enemy's path is one of destruction, and you've walked upon it for too long, too many times, says the Lord. So I'm rerouting you now. If you will follow me, I will show you a better way and I will show you things to come. And although you walk by faith and not by sight, you're not walking blind. You're walking with eyes wide open on my path and you will see everything I'm trying to show you because of your awareness of my spirit and your knowledge of my heart. So walk with me as I walk with you, says the Lord. Allow me to lead you and let faith arise. And you will see that the path I am leading you on is the better way, says the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that you're ordering our steps. I thank you, Lord, that you are ordering our steps. We allow you, God, to order our steps. We're not going to resist the ordering of our steps. We're not going to uh, be tempted to walk on that other path, that path of destruction, that path that leads to nowhere fast, that path of agony, that path of suffering. Although we know we'll suffer in Christ, although, although we know we'll be persecuted in Christ, although we know that there will be trials and there will be warfare, Father, help us to realize that when we walk on your path, there is provision 
in every season. There is understanding and wisdom how to respond with the trials that we face. You said in your word, Jesus, that that, that we that in this world there will be trials and tribulations. And you said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. So we will not magnify the enemy's plans, and we will not allow the enemy to blow things up into something that they're not. We will not allow ourselves to be overwhelmed by him, but we will be overwhelmed by your love. We magnify you in every area of our life, even now, God, because you are worthy. There's no other God like you, no one who compares to you. Why would we ever follow another? Why would we ever walk with another? Why would we ever talk with another? Why would we ever allow another to get into our headspace when you are so beautiful? You're the beautiful, beautiful God. You're the God who loves us through and through no matter what we do. You're the God who saved us when we didn't know you, when we didn't like you, we wanted nothing to do with you. When we were sinners, you died for us. You made a way out of no way, rivers in the desert, and you still do. You'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us. You are immutable. You never change. So we magnify you over our lives. The beautiful, beautiful God. We magnify you over every aspect of our life. We magnify you in our households. And we magnify We magnify you in our workplaces. And we magnify you in our churches. And we magnify you in our cities. We magnify you everywhere we go. Help us to keep our mind on you. Help us to keep our eyes on you. To be sensitive to your spirit to keep walking down the path that you're leading us on and not some other path, not some path that looks faster. Let's go this way. The devil tempts us. It's faster. Success is faster. If you turn right, success is faster. If you turn left, you can get your breakthrough healing with this new age program. That's a lie of the enemy. Help us, Lord, to stop trying to take shortcuts. We're on a journey with you and there needs to be no shortcuts. There need no be no shortcuts. God's path is the best path. We thank you, Lord. We magnify you because you are our leader. We will not allow ourselves to be led forth by our flesh. We will not allow ourselves to be led forth by our emotions. We will not allow ourselves to be led forth by lies, by manipulators. We say you are our leader. And we need your leadership, God. We can't lead ourselves without your help. We can only lead ourselves when we're submitted to you and your leadership. We praise you. Praise you, Jesus. We praise you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, to start, avoid the get-rich-quick schemes and the get-fixed-quick schemes and the get-married-quick schemes and all these ways of the world, they entice us to try to shortcut your process in our life. There is no shortcut for your process in our life. You are our leader, the supreme ruler of the universe. Who else would we serve? Where else would we go? You have the words of life. So we incline our ear to you today, God. We incline our ear to you today, God. And we turn our ear away from the enemy. We turn our way, our ear away from everything that hinders love.
We turn our ear away from media that corrupts our minds. We turn our ear and our eyes away from those things which you despise, those things that offend your spirit. We're going to love what you love and hate what you hate and build that awareness of your presence so that anything that disturbs your presence would disturb our peace and alarm us, warn us that something is not right and we need to run back to the strong tower, the stronghold as fast as we can. Run back into your presence. Run back into our prayer closet. Run, 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 run to you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We honor you. We turn away from everything that hinders love. We turn fully towards you, fully towards you, fully towards you. We thank you, God. Shabashi, robo shabashi. Thank you, Lord. Did that help you? Let's keep praying. You know, this new book is out, Decoding the Mysteries of Heaven's War Room. And yesterday, and really all last week and several weeks, I've had an extreme amount of warfare. And part of it, I know, is because of the prayer movement, awakeningprayerhubs.com. See, when you find yourself in a lot of warfare, you have to say, you have to look and find out where. So where there's warfare, you look for where. Where is it coming from? When you find yourself in extreme warfare, you look for the where, W-H-E-R-E. Where is it coming from? Because there's a source. And once you can discern the source of the warfare, you can deal with it more effectively. You're not just beating the air. And I realize there's a war that's raging in the heavens over my life because the enemy is mad. And many times this happens to you, but you don't even discern it. You just think things are just going wrong randomly. Chances are things are not just going wrong randomly. Chances are there are evil forces behind the scenes stealing, killing, and destroying from your life. And if you don't understand that, then you won't be effective in warfare. Now, I want to take you to a scripture. I want to teach you for just a minute before we pray. Listen, this is really going to inspire you. You've got to get, you've got to catch this. All ears tuned in, please. I want to read from Revelation 12, 7. You know, once there was a war in heaven, it wasn't just a war in the heavens. It was a war in heaven. If there could be a war in heaven, don't you think there could be a war in your house? Don't you think there could be a war in your workplace? Yes, of course. You know it's true. Revelation 12, verse 7. Then a terrible war broke out in heaven. <laughs> think about that. There was a war in heaven. If there's a war in heaven, don't you think there can be a war in your mind? If there's a war in heaven, don't you think there, there could be a war in your church, in your workplace? I'm talking about in the spirit. There was a terrible war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the great dragon. The dragon and his angels fought back. So here you see two sides, God's side and the devil's side. But the dragon, listen to this, you're going to like this. Listen, I'm, I'm pray teaching you now, listen. But the dragon did not have the power to win. This is the first thing you have to understand when there's a war raging in the heavens over your life, over your city. Come on, intercessors. Come on, awakening prayer hub leaders. When there's a war, listen to me. When there's a war raging in the heavens over your city, over your life, over your workplace, over your child. You have to remember, verse 8, the dragon did not have the power to win. 
See, the dragon doesn't have the power to win unless you give it to him. And Michael and his archangels, uh-uh. Michael and his angels, rather, uh-uh. He was not giving the devil a foothold. He's like, nope, you're going to have to go, bud. I am evicting you from heaven. The dragon did not have the power to win. He doesn't have the power to win over your life either. The dragon, the devil, these demon powers, Jezebel, Python, don't have the power to win over you either. Whatever war is raging in your heavens, over your life, in your mind, the dragon does not have the power unless you give it to him with the words of your mouth. And even then you can repent and break his power. You, got, you are set up for victory. The dragon did not have the power to win and they could not regain their place in heaven. So the great dragon was thrown down once and for all. He was the serpent, the ancient snake called the devil, and Satan who deceives the whole earth. He was cast down into the earth and his angels along with him. And now we're dealing with him. Michael cast the demons out of heaven. Now we have to cast the demons out of our heavens, our atmosphere. Do you understand? Then I heard verse 10 aloud. Then I heard a triumphant voice in heaven proclaiming now salvation and power are set in place and the kingdom reign of our God and the ruling authority of his anointed one are established. Listen for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who relentlessly accused them day and night before our God has now been defeated, cast out once and for all. They conquered him completely. Listen, they conquered him completely. Listen, they conquered him completely through the blood of the lamb and the powerful word of his testimony. They triumphed because they did not love and cling to their own lives even when faced with death. There's so much here. When there's a war in the heavens over your life, when there's a war in the heavens over your city, the first thing you have to understand is that the angels of Almighty God are more powerful than the dragon, than the Jezebel, than the Leviathan. And the angels are working with you. Angels are on assignment, war assignment, dispatched by the captain of hosts to war on your behalf, to bring those prayer answers through. They're battling principalities and powers, dark forces in the second heaven. And our words give them something to work with. See, the angel told Daniel in Daniel 10, I have come because of your words. Guess what? Demons come because of your words too. Our words cr release creative power, warfare power, healing power, all kinds of powers wrapped up in our words. Are we going to speak God's word? Are we going to speak the power of life? Or are we going to speak the devil's words, complaints, groans, mumbles, jumbles, the power of death? Are we going to conquer the dragon through the blood of the lamb and the powerful word of his testimony, what he says, what Jesus says about us, what Jesus says about the enemy? Or are we going to allow the enemy to gain power over us that he doesn't have unless we give to him? When there's a war in the heaven over your life, you must understand there's a war for your words and you will win. Plead the blood, speak the word. Use the name. Plead the blood. Use the word. Speak the name. The powerful word of his testimony. So, Father, we thank you this morning that you 
are the supreme ruler of the universe. You are the good, good father. You are the one who has sent angel armies into the second heaven to wage warfare for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, as we speak forth your words. Angels, hearken to the voice of your words. Psalm 103, 20. Angels, hearken to the voice of your words. So, Father, would you help us when our mind is being attacked to watch our mouth? Would you help us, Lord, when our mind is being attacked, bombarded with lie bombs, to watch our mouth and be sure that we are not speaking forth the lie that empowers the enemy in our lives, but that we are releasing truth bombs to diffuse, to combat, to overtake the lie bombs of the enemy. Help us, Lord, to continue to speak forth your word, your testimony, what you say about our lives, what you say about our families, what you say about our cities, what you say about our nations, instead of speaking forth what the enemy is telling us. Help us, Lord, not to be deceived. Infuse us with truth. Your word is truth. Cleanse us, clean us, wash us with the water of your word. Father, we're so grateful that you have given us a strategy when there is war raging in the heavens over our life. You have given us tools, weapons, tactics for warfare. And if Michael and his angels could defeat the dragon and his angels once, then they can be defeated again. So help us, Lord, today to tap into that saints and angels partnership where we understand that these angels are ministering servants sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. They are working for us under the leadership of the captain of hosts, Jesus Christ. He is the commander of the angels and he is our commander. We are his troops, the angels, the warring angels are his troops and we work together to clear the atmosphere over our minds, over our lives, in our households, kicking the devil out, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, enforcing Christ's rulership in the earth, in our households, in our workplaces, in our cities, and in our nations. We're going to cast the devil out. And although he'll roam about like a roaring lion until Jesus comes back in the second coming, we don't have to allow him to operate in our minds. We don't have to allow him to operate in our vicinity. You've given us authority. So we praise you. We thank you, God for the authority, for the lesson, for the understanding, for the teaching, for the word of God that equips us, inspires us, encourages us, corrects us, rebukes us when we need it. We thank you, Lord, for your word. It's alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing between soul and spirit, between the joints and the marrows, discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Your word is alive. Your word is alive. Your love is alive. You are alive, Jesus. You are alive. You are the captain of the host, and you are a living, breathing God. Breathe on us today, God. Strengthen us today, God, for the warfare that we find ourselves in. Share with us spiritual warfare secrets for the battle that we're facing so that we can swiftly overcome the enemy. Put him in his place just like you did on the cross. And look at that last part. They overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. 
and they loved not their lives even unto death. They did not love and cling to their own lives even when faced with death. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. He shed his blood. He spoke the word. And he triumphed because he didn't love his life more than he loved you. And he still loves you more than anything. So let that love propel you forward into victory because he's never meant for you to ever be defeated or ever walk around in turmoil or ever walk around in such emotional pain that you can barely get through the day. And these demon powers are trying to exploit you and it's time to take a stand. It's time to push back. Rally the troops for you have victory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Isn't God good? Hey, hey, isn't God good? Amen. You've got to understand the dynamics of spiritual warfare because we are in a war. Listen, you can go get a copy of my new book over there. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. It's called Decoding the Mysteries of Heaven's War Room. If you want to take that uh, webinar, the 21 days of, of teaching, where I'm praying for you and expounding on things that aren't in the book with regard to these mysteries, you want to discover those 21 mysteries of Heaven's War Room, go over there. You can get the book on Amazon, wherever you're at, Barnes & Noble. You can also get it as part of a bundle with the webinar at schoolofthespirit.tv slash mysteries. If you want to sow into the ministry, you can do that financially as well. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash JenniferLeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. And if you want to mail something in the mail, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And Father, I bless this offering in Jesus' name. Let the joy of the Lord go before you. The peace of God follow you. The blessings of God chase you down and overtake you. God bless you guys. Love you. I'll be back with you tomorrow. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.